This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of Investec Asset Management. Value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. In South Africa, Investec Asset Management is an authorised financial services provider. I received a piece of work a couple of days ago which started as follows. It says this, rising U.S. interest rates were always going to lead to a rising U.S. dollar, and that combination was always going to rattle emerging markets, including South Africa. To a greater or lesser degree, these eventualities can be predicted, and markets like predictability. What is more difficult to predict, the article goes on, and therefore currently exaggerating market fears, is the U.S. president's strategy in his trade war with China. On the telephone now is the author of that piece. It's Mark Marketing Director of Investec Asset Management in Cape Town, and that's Jeremy Gardner. Jeremy, this has the potential, I think, to get out of hand, or it could be nipped in the bud, and Mr. Trump and President Xi both look good. What do you think? Completely, and that, I think, is the most unpredictable thing of this, is the predictability of Trump. The reason that investors got a fright and ran away is because if this trade war goes right to the end, i.e. he puts his 25 or 30% tariff on every product that China sends to America, then you could see it leading to even a global recession. And that's what turned a risk on environment into a risk off environment, and they just ran away from emerging markets. Personally, I can't help thinking that he's not going to go that far, I mean, to the end, simply because he's got re-election in two years' time and he needs a stable, strong U.S. economy and by default there for global economy. If he drives the global economy off a cliff, the U.S. economy is going to be struggling in two years' time when he's trying to be re-elected. So we've just got to hope that he calms down a bit, that at some stage he does a deal with the Chinese. There's a G20 meeting in Buenos Aires at the beginning of December, where apparently the Chinese are coming with a raft of new proposals of stuff that they're going to buy from the Americans, including potentially buying all their oil from America rather than from Iran. And hopefully that pleases Trump. Yes, it would definitely please Trump. I mean, from two respects, his nationalism, as he recently said in a speech, would be brought to the fore by the fact that U.S. oil is being bought and his hatred for Iran would also be satisfied because of the latter point that you just made. But there's one thing that the Chinese have been buying for many, many years from the United States of America, and that's America's debt. If this thing did get out of hand, which you seem to think is unlikely, but if it did, then of course they do hold the purse strings. Well, exactly. That's why you would think that he has to treat them with a bit of respect, because they do hold his debt, and, you know, they could choose to switch that. I mean, they could choose to start selling that. So there are a variety of things that they could do. But I just can't help feeling that they're going to come to some sort of deal. And if that happens, and the fears of a trade war start to dissipate, the other thing that chased emerging market investors away was a strong dollar. According to most analysts, the dollar has more or less peaked now. The other thing was rising interest rates in the States. It looks like those are factored into the price as well now. So actually, if we can just get the tariff all sorted, you should start seeing investors returning to economic fundamentals, which means that they should start coming back to emerging markets. And when they do, despite what South Africans will tell you, South Africa is looking one of the more attractive emerging markets. Yes, indeed. In fact, that was a comment that was made by the former CEO of Investec when I spoke to him a few days ago, Stephen Kossoff. He said that he thought that South Africa was probably the pick of the bunch when it came to emerging markets. The other thing he pointed out to me was that he talked about his grandchildren. He said that 
that when his grandchildren have a sugary substance at around about six o'clock, they go mad and then fall on their heads at about 11 o'clock. And he thought that that might happen to the US economy because of the tax effect, the tax cuts effects, etc. And he was worried a little bit about that. Do you worry about that? I mean, we can talk about interest rates rising and the market factoring that in. We can talk about the trade wars dissipating and disappearing into the horizon. But what about the, the sugar rush effect? Look, the tax cuts have certainly been what's made the dollar strong and the U.S. economy strong up until now. The interesting thing is that the effects of the tariff war, and we are going to have a trade war. I mean, he's already put some tariffs in 10% on a lot of products. So the effects of the tariff war are going to dilute or dissolve the benefits from the tax cuts. So you're not going to get rampant sugary growth, shall we call it, coming from the tax cuts. Also now, after the midterms this week, it's going to be much harder for him to push through the tax cuts that he wanted to. In fact, it's going to be harder for him to push through most things he would like to. And that, as you saw with Iran this week, is good for emerging markets. The Democrats far more believe in globalization than he does. And so a lot of his make America great at the expense of everyone else, which is generally us in emerging markets, will be diluted voted against. Let's look at South Africa now in the markets, because if I'm I'm scribbling all these things that you're pointing out on a piece of paper in front of me, and it says here, interest rates in US factored in, corporate earnings have been good, and we've seen that. There's been a raft of earnings this week, and they're they're in line or slightly better than expected in general. Let's say the trade wars are sorted out towards the end of the year, starting in Buenos Aires. And then if we combine that with the market embracing Cyril Ramaphosa's efforts of big investment, which hopefully will trickle down to small and medium enterprise in the future, we could be set fair for quite a rally at some stage. Well, absolutely. South Africans got depressed this year. We started off so well. We were so happy for the first three, four months of the year. And then suddenly came the tariff war. The RAND collapsed. Food prices went up. Fuel prices went up. And everybody, business was tough and people got miserable. Those things, as I said, should probably sort themselves out going forward. And then the other problem was that people expected Sora Maposa to be able to fix this country in six months. And I think that was naive. A lot of damage has been done to this country. And we are heading in the right direction. But it's going to take a while to fix. But the good news is that week by week, he is making more progress. And I think as people start to see that, then suddenly you're going to start people feeling a lot better. When they feel that the forces of good are winning, they'll feel better. And as I say, we just have to wait for that to happen. Because the other thing people have to understand is that the December victory was in Sororum Opposer's favor, but it was a compromise victory leaning towards him rather than an outright victory. We've got to get through elections next year so that he can make sure that everybody that is on his side is working with him. At the moment, there's people within his top 40, within his cabinet, even within his top six that are actively working against him. And that makes it very difficult to come up with proper policy and decisions that investors will find welcoming. Given all this, your next paragraph or the paragraph that I'm looking at right now says, so what should investors be doing? And the first sentence is very simple. And it says, very simply, nothing. We do nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm not talking about us necessarily, but I'm just saying for investors out there with their portfolio, you can't keep saying, right, well, now I'm nervous, so I'm going to get out of markets, and then I'll get back in when they start going up again. You just have to make sure that your portfolio is positioned according to your risk profile. If you don't need money for 10 years, you can take more risk, higher equities, 
and you just sit through whatever markets throw at you. They are going to be volatile. They are going to be up and down. But no point trying to get onto the side, get back in, because you will never get that right. You'll just wind up losing money. Are you as optimistic 11 months into Cyril Ramaphosa's tenure as president of the Republic of South Africa? Are you as optimistic 11 months later as you were when he first got the job? Absolutely. I think it's been very hard for people to actually, I think one of the State Capture Commission has highlighted just how much damage has been done. But I think it's good for us to know. And as I said, while some of our state-owned enterprises are going to take years to fix, at least we've halted the rot. We've put in proper management. We're moving in the right direction. I think we've just got to give it time. I, I suspect that 2019 on a variety of levels will feel a lot better than 2018. Jeremy, thanks very much for your insight. Jeremy Gardner is a Director of Investing Asset Management in Cape Town.